Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Tanner Hendrickson and I'm Brandon Kylie. So the Blues made a big move earlier today. They have officially called up Scott Perunovich, one of the top prospects in the system, the top prospect in the system. He has been dominant down in the AHL so far this year. He has 20 points in his first 12 games of the season. The question is, where does he fit in with the Blues defensive pairings? And we're talking that over with our Blues insider for NHL.com. He's Lou Korak joining us now via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Lou, we always appreciate the time, man. First of all, what did you make of the move to bring up uh, Perunovic earlier today? And where do you see him fitting in for the next couple of weeks? Not really surprised. Um, you know, we're almost all, we're kind of waiting. Okay. Not, not if he's going to come up, but when uh, it, it just got to be that point. Now I could have understood if the blues would have kept him down there still, because, you know, you guys got to think about it. He hasn't played a lot of hockey, you know, You'd want to you want to keep him down in the system and just let him go. And I thought that was a good idea. That uh, and I and I know it wasn't a popular opinion coming out of it. That you know a lot of people thought that he should have made the club right away. But you know losing a whole year last year uh, probably wasn't good for his growth. So get him down in the AHL and let him dominate. And uh, so far uh, it's it's been true to form, and that's what's happened. And not just dominate, but play a lot of minutes and. Uh, you know, he's lived up to his reputation and uh, he's pretty much served notice that, uh, you know, I'm beyond I'm beyond this level and I think I can play with the big boys. And uh, I think you just get him in here. Um, and it's not one of those where you're going to call him up to send him down, call him up, send him down. I think it's one of those situations, guys, where you got to look at it. If the Blues are calling him up here, you almost want to think that they're calling him up here to stay. Now, I don't know if that's going to hold true, uh, you know, hold serve here if that's going to happen, but you got to, you got to think in those kinds of terms. And uh, I think you put him in a situation, uh, not, not just to kind of ease him in, but you're bringing him up, you're bringing him up here for a purpose. So bring him up here and let him thrive. And wherever you see him uh, being the best fit, throw him in there and let him go. And I, I don't think, I don't think you put a harness on him and kind of, kind of hold him back, let him do his thing. And, see how he works out and, and go from there. I, I think you could put him on any one of the three pairs and uh, I don't know if they ease him into it or not and put him on, on a third pairing. Uh, you could do that, but I don't know if that's going to be best suited for his purpose, but I'm looking forward to seeing him up here guys, because uh, he's obviously been tearing it up and uh, let's just see how he does. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one too, Lou. The other part that's intriguing to me is what the roster decisions are going to look like. If I'm not mistaken, they're about a million dollars, a little less than that, over the cap once Sunquist comes off the LTIR, and he's been skating. You expect him to be available at some time this week. Shen possibly available, and then all of these guys coming off the COVID protocol list. You got 24 roster players when at full health, Lou. You have eight defensemen, including Scott Perunovic. Where do you see the Blues cutting cost and trying to get back on the cap uh, the the, on the right side of the cap? That's a good question. Uh, and that's something that I'm going to have to, we're all going to have to obviously kind of decipher here. I haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, I'm not, you know better than this, Alex. I'm not exactly the uh, expert capologist here, but uh, none of us are. Lou. That's what I'm none here for. Of us are, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> good God. We are awful at it. <laughs> BK, tear it up for us then. But no, in, in all honesty, uh, you know, this is going to take some maneuvering, obviously, uh, and, uh, you know, they've got the people there that can get this done. Ryan Miller is obviously and has been tremendous and great at doing this for Doug Armstrong. And uh, But, you know, if if they didn't feel like they could pull this off, guys, uh, I, I don't think they would have gotten him up here. It's not one of those situations where you look at it and go, uh, we don't have a choice. We have to do this somehow. And... Uh, try to fit him in here and then we'll, we'll let the other pieces fall into place. But, um, eight defensemen, uh, it's, it's, you know, that's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit of a crowded cabin if you look at it, but, uh, they'll make it work. Uh, Kyle Clifford, I hate to bring him up, uh, in that situation, but there's a million dollars, uh, there that you can obviously have at your disposal, depending on what, what you think he's going to be able to bring to you moving forward. Um, you know, with Jake Neighbors off the books now and, and back in juniors, I'm, you know, that, that has obviously helped. Um, I haven't been able to break down all the specifics on his contract. We know Perunovic has uh, the bonus structure in his, but if you look at, you know, just the overall cap hit, I think this is something that they'll be able to work out. Uh, otherwise, they wouldn't have him up here. Yeah, based on everything that is publicly available, it looks like they need a little more than $900,000. So it, that's more than Costin, Bozak, Neal, um, and it's more than your lower-level defensemen, Mikula and Wallman, would be able to take off of the book. So the guys that, I mean, just based on the numbers, not even looking at performance, would make the most sense seemingly are Clifford or Bortuzzo. I feel like there's more of a need right now on this team for Bortuzzo than there is for Kyle Clifford. Do you think that's a fair assessment by me? I think so. I mean, it's it's one of those where I kind of think Kyle Clifford's at a crossroads right now. With uh, and 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 to be honest with you, the, he's played a couple of games, and I thought he actually played pretty good when he was in the lineup when they were able to get him in there. So, you know, I don't know if they've reassessed and reevaluated reevaluated their thought process on him. Uh, but again, that's, that's a million dollars in cap space that could be mighty valuable for you here right now. So if that's the route they decide to go, it wouldn't surprise me because I don't think their issues necessarily uh, have been at the forward position. You need something to happen here uh, among your defensive pairings. And I think that's why, you know, you get the Hobie Baker 2020 Hobie Baker award winner up here to see if he can help you out in that situation. Now, is he going to fix everything that's kind of ailed him here in the, in the last handful of games? Uh, probably not, but I think he's going to be able to help out in a lot of areas and certainly adding Tory Krug back into the mix too, guys is going to, going to be a big help. And, uh, Nico Mikula as well, say what you want about him, but, uh, 
you know, when the guy has been in the lineup, he has been very serviceable for you. Is he still a project? Yes. But can he help you? Definitely. Lou, speaking of the defensive side, and maybe Scott Perunovich helps with this, but an area, I guess, of concern seems too much of like a harsh word here, but we'll go with that for lack of a better word. Right now, the Blues have had nine games and 14 of them where they've allowed three or more goals. And as much as some people will look at this and say Bennington has to be better, I think this is more of a full unit. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. I mean, you can't lay this all at the at the skates of your goaltending. Um, are there instances in games where it can be better? Sure. But I think you can say that about all parts of their game. Uh, and not just defensively, but, you know, just the whole five-man unit that they talk about, uh, playing in unison and uh, defending as a five-man group. I think that's where things kind of tend to get broken down because you look at some of these goals, guys that I've seen that have gone in here in the last, what, is, just go back in this uh, three-game winless streak that they've had. Uh, uh, you've had breakdowns and mistakes among defensemen, but you've also had parts where, where a forward needed to do this or, 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 or a, a unit needed to do that. So it's been a little bit of both. So I don't think you can lay blame on any one particular area in this. So, and it's one of those where the players have talked about it. The coaching staff has talked about it. It's the entire group needs to be better. And I know lately here and, you know, certainly, uh, you know, we're guilty of this as well. I know I am. We've pointed the finger at Colton Pareko. We've pointed the finger at Marco Scandella. At times, we've pointed the finger at other guys. Uh, I know they've used Callie Rosen and Alex. Uh, sorry, buddy. I know. He, I know he's your go-to guy. I know you were probably sad about this. Sad about that news this morning. It stings, but, uh, Lou. It just stings. <laughs> but I mean, think about it in in that in those terms, guys. And this is no disrespect to Callie Rosen, but. This is a guy that you called up to be a stopgap, a fill-in. And here in these last couple of games, they've used him in situations in the last minute trying to preserve a win. What does that tell you? You know, you've got guys on the roster that are mainstays here that are not on the ice, and they're using him. So, uh, to me, that that was probably a little more alarming than anything, that you're using a guy in those situations that really probably wasn't even part of the going to be part of the equation here as a guy that's trying to close out points for you. So um, there's there's a little more there than than meets the eye. I mean, uh, I think as a whole, there's a lot of uh, different components here that just need to come together on, on that blue line and not just from one or two particular guys. Lou, the final question that I have for you, and we're talking to Lou Korak here on 101 ESPN. How much of the Blues issues right now are just related to these guys that are coming back from COVID just aren't at 100% right now? Because it's hard for me to watch Ryan O'Reilly over the last few games since his return and say to myself, oh, yeah, that's Ryan O'Reilly of old. And that's not to suggest that he won't get back to form. I fully anticipate that he will. But so far, he hasn't been that guy. How much is that just what's happening right now for the Blues? I agree. I mean, and he... You just haven't seen him become a factor yet from an offensive standpoint. And look at it from this standpoint, too. Late in games, who have you always been used to seeing taking those defensive draws? Who's drawing the number one lines on the opposing teams? It's Ryan O'Reilly. And no no disrespect to Robert Thomas, and great for him. I think he's been thriving in those situations. But he got the Connor McDavid assignment last night. Now, granted, Ryan O'Reilly got... Leon Dreisaitl, which is uh, no no walk in the park here, okay? <laughs> he's okay. I mean, yeah, he's pretty good last time I checked. But uh, 
I just haven't seen Ryan O'Reilly become that factor on the offensive uh, end yet. And I know that's his nickname. They use call him the factor. And sure, you'd like to see him live up to that form here again. Uh, a couple times last night, guys, I noticed, and I even mentioned it to uh, a couple of guys sitting in press row, you just don't see him get knocked off the puck as easily as I did and as easily as I have in these last couple of games. And uh, I agree. I, I, I still think he's, he's trying to get his energy back. Uh, maybe COVID is affecting some of these guys. And you could tell when we talked to O'Reilly for the first time when he came back, you could just tell that uh, it probably hit him a little harder than maybe it did a Brandon Saad. Now we'll see how it affects Mikola coming back. Huso coming back, um, who we got, Kyle Clifford and Tori uh, Krug. Krug. Yeah, we'll see how it affects these guys when they first come back. Now, Mikola and Krug are supposed to get back out on the ice today. The, the team is off, but those guys are going to skate. Now, how is it going to affect them? Uh, you hope to see that they're able to get back in there and become a factor right away. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen here for Ryan O'Reilly, and he's playing, what, 18, 19 minutes a night? He's gonna he's gonna pick up a couple more minutes a game here and and become the player that uh, they've all been used to having, but just not quite the same yet. And uh, they're gonna need him because I think it's affecting other areas on the ice, namely like a David Perron, because you eventually like to see those guys get back together again on the same line. He's Luke Korak, Blues Insider, one of the best that is out there. You can also follow him on Twitter at LKorak10. Lou, we look forward to reading all of your work and following it as we move along here with the Scott Perunovich news. Can't wait to watch him make his NHL debut here pretty soon. Appreciate you taking the time as always, man. Thanks, boys. Talk to you later.